Yeah. Yeah. A little, little, little peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. The most unintimidating man ever. I mean, I, I wouldn't even be scared of him. I'd be like, all right. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> Florida, well, Florida we'll Georgia, wait till the news, but let's South get Carolina. into that now since we've already um, had to say, hey, look, we got to quarantine this woman. This is pretty, I, I've had that pussy. Ready to cock lock and ready to bone. Yeah. But uh, what what is it's the character and my fish were floating up at the top of the fish tank. Never had the symptoms. She just was a carrier of disease. But you put If you remember putting up... Um, masking tape and uh during the i believe it you know night time the registered voters are stupid people ticket oh my gosh oh my gosh let's go baby yeah right i like it a lot you know who that is like oh shit arrested development Oh. Ryan's daughter. Oh. There he is. The big guy. I don't know what it is. I don't know if this flicks you, gents, but every time right before we're about to dick, I got to pull the dick out because I got to take a piss. Every time. I don't know. Me too. Every single time I'm ready to boot, I have to take a piss break. I Not do me. it too. I'm always prepared. Do you have I to piss right it. now? Are you going to pee on the air? No, I just did. Like the longest <laughs> piss, Adam Sandler. Apparently, Sandler was on Stern recently and talked a lot about oh. his old albums. Remember Adam Sandler's old? Nineties, yeah. Yeah, he had uh, he did like big band songs and then like acoustic songs. He had like a great first album. The Hanukkah trilogy was the best. But he would yeah. do he would do skits on those albums. Right, not, not music. You know, the oh, oh yeah, yeah. It Toll was Duke, uh, Willie, oh, Fatty oh, McGee, oh, yeah. and um, oh, Montauk. He said a lot of them were skits for Saturday Night Live that were turned down, and he was like, "Well, I gotta like, I know this is funny. I gotta like put it somewhere." And Good that's for where him. It went. Like those things, so ahead of their time. Like no one ever did anything like that since. No, he was an innovator at, at the time. When he came out, now he's practically curse on television. I figured so you'd eat a little food and then oh, maybe man. play with your cotton balls for a little while. The, the problem with Adam oh, Sandler is it was too much, too quick. Like he had three awesome movies out of the cage, and then he started doing like oh, oh, shitty oh, movies, and then he did like another good one, but then he never really got back. He did. Oh man! Little Nicky. Little Nicky. Underrated. Watch it again. I, I never saw it. Oh. I think it's so bad. Oh, is it? Oh, man. I think it's so bad. Oh, my God. Third time, and then it gets, like, really, really funny. Like his old I side. do like... I, just, I like the uh, the namesake of the of the company 
Happy Madison. Yeah, so I, I do. Awesome. Me too. I think that is cool. Billion dollar I do like, production company. It's amazing. He's. Uh, I do like tonight's oh, lineup. Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, controversial call at the Red Sox game. Later oh with John. What's going on in America on news with this? Guess that Halloween theme song, an update to the Halloween horror film countdowns, number eight and seven. We're going to crowbar these in because we're getting closer to the date. Logos, and John is going to kick off with a fiancé story? Oh, you man. fired your fiancé? You're getting divorced? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I know. It was like such a cryptic message, and I just had to shoot it to you so you could remind me for the show because this story is really strange, and I want your guys' advice on how to how you would have handled the situation. And I'm going to tell you why it's strange at the end. I'm excited. The most of it's going to sound pretty normal. So my buddy, a really good friend of mine, he was at my wedding. going to his wedding. Upcoming. I won't say his name. He may listen. Okay. So. Yeah, right. He calls me out of the blue today. And for some reason, must be this pen, this new uh, weed pen that I have. I picked up the phone. And I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, ugh, crazy, man. Everything's going crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? My fiance lost her job. Oh, that's weird. Why? Well, yeah, that's a long story, but they're denying her her commission check for November and October. And we have this wedding coming up, and we're out like a couple grand. And, you know, some Saturday nights she could make like five grand in one night. Was she a hooker? It's better than I've ever done in the market. Wait, you get commissions from being a stripper? I don't know. Ah! I think there's like, if you meet, dude, okay, now first of all, she was a stripper at one point, but I don't know if she is anymore. But while we're having this conversation in my head, I'm like, I think she's a stripper. How do I talk to him about this without it being awkward? Like, ooh, five grand in one night must have been a lot of lap dances. Yeah, right. It was just the weirdest conversation. And if she wasn't a stripper, it wouldn't be weird. Because I'm like, well, what do no, you wouldn't. expect her manager to be like? Have you ever seen the owner of a strip club anywhere? They're all, they all have like their feet in other pools. Yeah, they're all like mob tied. Right. <laughs> you can't like argue. Heroin farmers. Is she so I, I had to just get that out. She's really cool. For some reason, I don't think she is a stripper anymore. But she wasn't today. In my head, I thought she was. Then I thought he was going to ask me to borrow money. And as he's talking uh, in my head, I'm formulating my excuse. Because I, I can't lend people money right now. I have a child. No. No. A, a friend in need don't, is a pest. Don't, do don't ever lend money. Best. What's that? What's the full line there? A friend in need is a pest. It's from uh, Wedding Crashers. That's, that's the full line. A friend in need is a pest. So, friend in need. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. I, I wouldn't lend the money to. I've only been asked to lend money like once, and I did, and I, I never heard from I you can't again. Count. I won't do it I again. I can't count how many times I've been asked. Really? You get you get hit up a lot for cash? Uh, all the time. Um, it's not so bad lately, but there was a time that it was just, I mean, endless. Even, um, God, even ex-acquaintances uh, of a female nature... Uh, the worst of it was probably there was this deadbeat from Brooklyn who uh, I was in business with, and I use that term very loosely. And ah, he knew you. I had not money of my own, but credit of my of 
in my name. And he wanted to get a piece of the credit. So I said, you know, look, so-and-so, we'll just call him Sal, maybe, or Richie, or Vinny, or whatever. Sure. And I said, um, you know, I'm going to need to, I, I got to charge you a nickel. And it's got to be paid in, at the end of the month. And I'm sorry, but that's, I, I cannot do this. This is not my money. Yeah, yeah, sure, Mikey, no problem. And I knew it because the time comes to settle up. Called he doesn't Mikey. have the money. He's not good for it. Turned it into a big thing, and um, oh shit, he that was one. Where, and there's been people that come up to me, uh, even from the army, that have needed money. Oh, and there's man. even people I know who are good for it. I just don't want to do it. I just I'm not an open cash register. I'm not a loan shark. I'm not in that business. I'm right. When money gets money, involved there's... between friends and family, it only ends up ugly. Right. So you just don't excuse. do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to Yeah, I mean, if there were certain us. close friends who needed a hand, that's different. Nope. But you know if no they're... One. <laughs> no one. Um, I would just ask my parents if I was really hit up. I'd be like, yo, I'll pay it back, but like, can you help me out? It's the only person I would ask. It's like, here's your purpose as me as an adult, is if when I fall on my face, you help me out. Yeah. That's, why, that's why you had me. Right. This, this continues until you die. Yeah, it's an interesting, an interesting topic with your friend. Yeah. I, uh, just thought what, it was what to do so in that situation. Maybe she can get another job, right? I, There's I like other strip bars. I didn't like know what questions to ask because I didn't want to like make it awkward. You're like, oh, right. Man, yeah, right. Not five do grand. What the fuck? Um, Happy Madison. Happy Madison Productions is worth $360 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Twitter. The worst. The worst uh, loan I ever had proposed to me. It was actually an old army buddy, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're both on active duty at the same time. We're making the same money. I'm like, Dude, where is your money going? Well, his money. He needed a loan, I guess, to I don't know. Buy diapers or something for his daughter, but again, I'm like, dude, where's your Such money going? Lie. Yeah, right, drugs. His money Such was going towards his burner phones that he had for the accounts for his side projects, you know, because oh, yeah. he had all oh, these man. girlfriends, and his wife would check his phone, oh. and he couldn't. Um, a right. But I, I mean, I am mad at the guy. He was a really Tiger. good looking guy, and he he kicked a, a hell of a game. So he was just there was no woman that I ever saw reject him ever. Um, oh wow! So he, he he had to keep that away from his wife. Yeah, I right. Nice dick. So he was running out of money with all the control that he had to <laughs> put yeah. into a project. You have to clean that up. So he needed money for his wife, for his real family, which he was neglecting in a sense. And uh, he in came to sense. me and like, Dude, I really can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can't. You can't be no. uh, pinned down to that. Anyone who's like flustered, anyone who's like tied up in their own like web of lies, you don't want to like throw your money at. No, it's just gonna never get it back. And then there's yeah, and there's this just bad investments that I've made where I knew I wasn't gonna get the money back, which I, um, like film or something. I did, yeah, that's one of them. Yes, as you know, film oh, really? is one of them. Yes, just going like you helped like with like production and it never like materialized. Never materialized. It's it's a long story, but yeah, it, it started actually, and I'm still collecting on this one. I don't want to get into. 
I don't want to get into finances, but okay. um, it was a film project. I got in. I got started on it back in like 2008, and uh, it, it even started before that. So, a film company out in Jersey. Good year doing to this start movie. anything. Yeah, well, maybe we can find a. Yeah, clip. exactly. The big short year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be entrepreneurs. Give me money. Give me money, and, please. And so I, I liked the idea of this film. I just knew that it wasn't really going to be that easy to pull off. But well, help uh, out the they, they only had so much backing. So they needed like twenty-five grand or something in startup capital just to get the. Um, it was really just to pay off Danny Aiello because he wasn't going. He wasn't going to touch this project, which he was set to direct. It was going to be his directorial debut. Ah, you know, and the guy even it. even then he was practically eighty years old. Yeah, but he said uh, I wanted twenty five thousand dollar deposit, which I'm sure he had. I don't know why he needed them, but you know, he didn't care if he directed or not. Obviously, he just wanted the money up front. So they were trying to raise twenty five G's plus pay the rent in their cheap studio to get Danny Aiello paid. So I read the business plan, and. Um, you know, I got wined and dined on um, on other people's loans, basically. So I, I'm taking out. It's oh. like a Ponzi scheme. You know, you borrow a few bucks from okay. one guy to take the next guy out to Peter dinner. Peter and Paul. Yeah, Rob, Peter, pay Paul. Right. Uh, and it was just, oh my God! It was. I was like, uh, I don't think this is going to happen. But they approached me later, and I said, All right, all right. Tell you what. I'm not going to give you twenty five thousand. One, I don't have that kind of cash on hand to just throw out. But I'll give you right. again a couple. Well, couple let's just geez. say five grand. We'll use that number. Five. Pricey. Grand. Yeah. Well, maybe we can find and it. And set up a contract. And we're like, okay, so with five grand, I could probably get you maybe seven grand back in a few months. Appreciate that. You know, all you, you got to do is, uh, you know, get it to us soon and i'm like how soon well yeah can you get it to us today biscardi oh, no. oh i need it now give me your credit card number yeah so later that day later that day they had a power lunch schedule these Burger people five. they were meeting shirley mclean uh, at sardi's so it, i oh. remember it was my birthday weekend too sardi's. actually it was my birthday <laughs> and i'm giving money out so um hey what's wrong with that picture I said, all right, look, I'm I'm heading out of town, but uh, I have some time. I'll go stop by Sardi's on my way out. So I, I head on down to Sardi's. Nobody's there. I see the maitre d'. I go up to the maitre d' and I said, hey, listen, this is going to be this little guy, blonde hair. He's You'll you'll know who he is because he's going to be here with Shirley MacLaine in a couple hours. Give him this envelope. Uh, can you do that for me? He goes, yeah, sure. So I give him an envelope, not with five grand cash because I'm not that stupid, but I gave him a check. Of course. Not traceable. And um, oh. so he shows yeah, right. up, I guess, and, I and they show up with Shirley MacLaine. And, and long yeah, story right. short, all I did really was pay for Shirley MacLaine's $5,000 martini tab. Oh, that bitch. Facials yes. upstairs. And they never got her attached to the film. Facials upstairs. Oh, I would sue. I would sue it. Well, I, I did. I oh, did, and shit. I wouldn't talk about that if if I was if the case was underway. But I've already. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Sardi's a comedy. No, it's a Broadway. How do you describe Sardi's? It's yeah, like it's like an after hours so place. New York. Yeah, right. And like vague. It just says like Sardi's restaurant cocktails, but it has like. 
what's her name? Um, who's the famous female comedian from like the black and white television? Uh, drawing a blank. Red hair. Oh. Everyone's drawing a blank. Carol Burnett. No, the other one. Earlier. Yes, Carol. Shirley MacLaine. Earlier than Carol Burnett. I love Lucy. Lucy. Know, there you go. Jeez. Oh, Lucille Ball. Her headshot is probably stuck. No, it's like the before and after <laughs> show that all the celebrities, the Broadway people go. So if you see a Broadway show and you're a tourist and you want to get the full Broadway experience after the show, you go to Sardi's. Oh, cool. We watch the sunset at Liza's. Manelli's. <laughs> Liza's. No. Yes, you remember, there was a lot of this in Tep Dancing. That was Sardi's. Yeah, oh, cool. We want you to fire her. Very Speaking cool. of the um, entertainment. So anyway, I, I got that. I yes. got the. Yeah. I did end up getting yep. the money back. It was beyond Good. five grand oh. because I had to. I actually shelled out even more money, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other story. For lawyer fees. No, I, I gave them a second half of the loan. Yeah, at least you got paid back, man. That's terrible. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, right. I hope it was paid oh my in gosh. full. No, it's not. It's still being paid back. Oh, my gosh. Those losers. I hope they go to jail oh after they pay it. Yeah, yeah, I'd lend no one money. I wanted to bring this up. My uh, speaking of uh, films, we have uh, initiated earlier this month here on the podcast uh, our top ten Hollywood, Hollywood hot, top ten horror Halloween um, films based on basically our personal interest in them, not so much as ticket sales, box office gross, or critical acclaim. And tonight we're going to quickly just delve ooh, through ooh, seven. Me. Or Pardon. Yes, yes, Can you Can you send so, me a link to the doc? Because I completely forget. Actually, I'm pretty sure what mine is, but I want to... I need it in front of me. I apologize. Certainly. You can find no, it no. for bringing the uh, show to a screeching halt. We could just do... Uh, Michael, if you don't have your number eight, we can just... Uh, no, I did. I seven. put it on there. Okay. Mm. No, didn't we go to number eight already? Mm. I'll just tell my number oh, eight. Oh, no, we didn't. Okay, go mm. ahead. We won't We won't elaborate on number eight no, no, because no, no, no. it was John's number nine, but the uh, Holly uh, Friday the 13th 5, oh, right. A New Beginning, was, yeah, we kind the, of explained. Uh, was my choice. But we explained that, so I don't want to be redundant. But, okay, uh, I'm going to switch mine Ooh, Ooh, what is your number eight? My number eight would be what I was going to put my number seven, as a matter of fact. It's called Dead Silence. Or Dead Silent? Dead Silent or Dead Silence? I'm not familiar with that. It's an underrated movie. Very low budget, but really good. And surprisingly, pretty scary, actually. Dead I Silence on Net- called? Yeah, I found it on Netflix. I don't know if it still is because this was... I think I watched it while I was in Germany. Um, yeah, I did, in fact. It was on, it was on Netflix. Dead Silence. So, Anyone in it? Anyone famous? Donnie Wahlberg was in it. Nobody else is really hmm. famous. Okay. Except Bob Gooten. Bob Gooten's in it, and he does actually a really good acting job. I like him a lot. Bob Gooten. i got to Google him. Yeah. And um, I can't think of anybody else. But it's this old woman, and she was a ventriloquist back in olden days, in like the 40s. And uh, oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, her spirit lives on in this town, and she vows revenge on the people who killed her. And so she, uh, her spirit lives through these dolls, you know, ventriloquist dummies. 
Oh yeah, I have seen that. It's scary, it's right? Freaky, yeah. Um, yeah. And so if you smile or something when you see her, or you scream, no, if you scream when you see her, she slashes your face open and you die, and and you die with this ridiculous face. <laughs> Is it like early '90s? This film? No, it was ten years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah. But it's actually a good movie. If you find it on Netflix, watch it. It's actually worth your time. I'm not putting that in the top five, obviously. But I th- I thought about it and I said, you know what? I think this deserves a spot because it takes a lot to freak me out. There's oh. some freaky scenes in there. I'm par on par with you. I don't get freaked yeah, out easily, that, but there's some out. things that just hit the, the scary bone that you're just uh, – Yeah, right. It's that's just not doing the it. Scary bone. The scary bone. Yeah, so uh, that's my number eight. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Bob Goonton, I I like him. What was he? What, he's a great villain. Always a villain. Yeah, he was in Shawshank Redemption. He's kind of like a Demolition short man. little asshole. <laughs> right. Your heart belongs to God. Your ass belongs, ass to, belongs me. to me. Hey. Welcome to Shawshank. One of my, my wife made that church. Group. Oh yeah, he was in Daredevil. Yeah, he's a good actor. Season one. Yeah. Bob Goonton. He was in uh, Patch Adams. He always plays like a villain. Yes, he's in this one, and I can't give any spoilers out because his character has a real twist. John, did you get the link? I did. Uh, thank you for sending it to me. And my number eight was uh, what you, I think, were alluding to, Clark, where it just hits the scary bone. It's hit the scary bone every time I watched it. Michelle Pfeiffer, Harrison Ford in What Lies Beneath. Oh, um, also a great twist yeah I was just yeah. going to say one of the coolest endings because you were like woo and there are parts yeah. in that movie woo. That, that was a movie I would just put on to make out with my girlfriend you know it yeah. was like let's put on a scary mm-hmm. movie and cuddle on the couch down in my yeah. basement yeah no matter who you're watching with you're going to make out with you're like hey dad I guess we're watching what lies beneath let's get some beers but then I don't think I've both, ever made you know, out during a horror movie, though. After you're done climaxing, you know, you, know, you watch the rest of the movie, and it's scary, <laughs> and it's good. I, I think I've made out to horror movies before, but I, was, uh, I, think, I think I was like that. a teenager. It is scary. If you haven't seen it, I'm too into them out. to be distracted. And well, a shoe right, shine. Well, because I think the, the good thing with that is uh, if they're like, oh my gosh, it's scary. They're, they're kind of annoying. So you're like, let's just make out and yeah, like, forget this scared. whole thing. Oh my they're gosh. Like enjoying they're it, vulnerable. So they're they're away. not going to put up a fight or scratch you. They don't what? Want, they don't want to watch it. They want to hide. In my... Yeah. <laughs> what lies beneath? Number seven on uh, on my list is John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, when I first saw that, I think it was a teenager, and the thing about The Thing is that it always changes form. And anything it kills turns in this grotesque, mutated, like, organism. And it's just, it's creepy. It's a whole creepy element. They're in, the setting is in, in uh, Antarctica, and it's like an expedition, and this alien, basically, whatever it kills, it takes the, the physical, you know, appearance of that person or thing. So if it killed a dog, mm. it would turn to the dog. If it killed a toaster, it would be a toaster. If it killed a, a guy, it would be that guy. And nobody knew who, where, who was the thing. So they had to like test each other. It was like very psychologically oh. and do they bizarre. Find out who is the thing? Well, it changes from person to person, but at the end, you know, it's just like a, get it. it's like a symbiote. It's like venom almost. Yeah, venom, venom doesn't kill you. He just bonds with you. He just talks in a deep voice. 
So that was my number seven. Uh, I recommend. Would we watch it? Did anybody watch American Horror Story ever? It was a show Mm -hmm. I never got into. Yeah. Okay. Is there an episode, a true episode, I've heard about it. Apparently it was too scary to air on television, but you can find it, I think, on like YouTube Red maybe or something. What season was it? kind of familiar. I I don't know. Or maybe that that was like a scary show. That was like a Blair Witch thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a viral. Like it was fake. But like they, yeah, like they said, oh, it was right. banned from Built TV. Or you go to our website and you can watch it. I I, I, I watched the new one. I, I kind of fell off the apocalypse because it's getting kind of weird. But um, it is a scary I like show. I haven't that. seen all the seasons, but I've seen the hotel. Yeah, I saw the hotel. I saw I love anything with the show. hotel. Yeah. That was the one with Lady Gaga, right? She's a vampire. She runs this hotel. Oh, exactly. Yeah, fucking weird. Precisely. Speaking of her, I heard that movie's tremendous. I heard the music is almost better. Uh, and it's all It should be. Music. It's like the fifth remake of that movie. Yeah. But it's John, original your, music. Your number seven, I thought, was um, one that I wrote down because this entry was going to make the list, but I took it out. But you picked. Um, 28 days later is that true or is that a did i copy and paste wrong no you're right 28 days later um when we decided to come up when we decided to come up with this idea i just thought of what we talked about earlier nostalgia you know just a special place or what movie just fucking like made my fucking blood boil my skin crawl and i remember that scene in 28 days later when the crow is eating that man's daughter and he starts yelling at it and the blood drips into his eye and he turns so, into a zombie and he starts yelling like, get away from me, get away from me. Get away, Brendan Gleeson. I didn't cry. I just wanted to like shake in a corner in a dark room all alone. It, it was, was a very dark terrifying. scene. And Ray Fiennes is the, uh, the English like colonel that's in charge of that like rogue camp. Isn't Christopher Eccleston in yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. It's it's one of those films. It's a zombie film, but the zombie they're not zombies like they reanimate. It's a virus, so they'll eventually starve to death and die. They just, like, kill you. They it's, become, like, rabid. Yeah, they're ra- basically rabid people. And I just, I, I mean, I, I only watched it once, I think, maybe twice. I was like, I gotta watch it again because it was so, you know, impactful. But it was just it's, it's a great flick. real intense, and I like the idea because the title's so vague, and it's like oh, yeah, 20, twenty days later, apocalypse. You think like twenty eight days with with um, with the chick, uh, the chick from Demolition Man. Why am I drawing a blank? Sandra Bullock. She did a movie too. Yeah, twenty eight days. So they get mixed up a lot too. Oh, right. So that people are like we're watching twenty eight days, no, and you're no, like, no, oh, no. I love that zombie movie. You're no, watching. No, I, I actually my number seven is uh, twenty eight days. That movie was horrifying. It was very horrifying. It was very scary. It was a typo. It was actually 28 days. Mm-hmm. I remember I was supposed to watch that in college like with some people in a class. They're like, we're going to get together and watch movie night. And I was like, oh, I have 28 days. It was like new at the time. And they're like, yeah, let's watch it. And I was all excited to watch it when we get there. And someone's like, I have Kill Bill. And they're like, let's watch it. And I was like, I'm sure that's good, but we agreed on this one. I don't really want to watch this. I want to watch 28 days. My mind was set on was this really all day. in the mood for Sandra. And they're like, no, we're watching it. But anyway, that was our uh, next two entries on the, the Halloween film countdown. So yeah, now I'm getting into not only a, a decent movie, but like, oh man, they fucking made my bones chill. 
Uh, do I have to give the second one for uh, number seven? So we're doing two in this one. I would if, give it to it. If you have it, are we? Think I, I would give so. it to it. The yes. It. The yeah. only reason it's not in the top five is because even though it was scary when I was you know nine years old watching it, uh, it it doesn't uh, doesn't hold water anymore. It's it's more very funny. Yeah. I mean, right. Very true. It's but, cheesy. Oh man, at that time, I'm I remember my brother and I would watch it see how far into it we could get b- before turning it off because it was just too creepy. Right. As a kid, yeah. Georgie. Things hey, nightmares. Georgie. Hey, Georgie. So uh, that was that was our next two entries. Please tweet us at the underscore podcast and let us know what you think. Uh, coming up next, we have uh, a list here, John's favorite segment. He loves lists. Uh, I'm going to play 10 Halloween theme songs, and I want you gentlemen mm. to uh, see who can guess first of what the film at least it's a festive list it's a festive list appropriate for this year this time of year yeah and uh chime in let me know if you guys know the film how this game is going to work is i'm going to play a clip and if none of you neither of you can guess the thing i will supply a clue about the film Ooh, and actually Okay. Engorged the in the pants. Let's do it. The, the winner gets a lap dance from that girl who <laughs> just got fired. No, I can't back that up. Um, I can't back that up at all. That's uh, it. Jan, you got work to do. Um, Intern. So here's the first entry on the list. Are you guys ready? Scardy, you ready? Let's do it. Mike, uh, Jonathan, are you dicked up and ready? Slice me. And clip number one belongs to the melody such as this. Clearly, it's the land before time. Hey, you know what? No, I'm gonna know. Do we raise our hand if we know? Say Hellraiser. Your guess is Hellraiser. Yeah, Jonathan. At first, I thought it was Phantom. I've never seen that movie, by the way. I haven't either. I have no idea, so I'll just go with Hellraiser. No, I I can't guess the first. I can't guess the first guess because then we could end in a tie. The clue is it takes place in the San Francisco Bay Area. Just gonna say that doesn't help. Full House. And the answer is The Fog. John Carpenter's oh, The Fog. Johnny Carps. Kind of an underrated film. Um, it's pretty. I think it's scarier than Halloween. It's like about dead pirates coming back and they're zombies. Oh, and they, cool. It's creepy. I thought The Fog, it was just The Fog, like uh, The Happening. I remember The House of Sand the and wind. Fog, but not a horror. Oh, yeah. The House of Sand and Fog. Next on the list is a Halloween uh, horror film theme. And uh, it goes a little something. A lot of these, too, I don't know. Halloween, unless it's like the film Halloween, a lot of them are very unrecognizable. All right, so, so we're all 0 for 0. We're 0 for 1. Next on the list. Oh, Michael, your guess? Uh, 
that the birds? The answer, the answer is Friday the 13th. Oh. For a second, I was worried it was Psycho because it's kind of like that. Wait, John didn't. No, I know, I know Psycho. There's no fooling me on that one. Dude, dude. Um, I knew it from the beginning. But John didn't guess. Oh, no, yes, he said Friday the 13th. But I oh, think you did. Was... I'm sorry. Okay. But that is a Fine. tough one. Unless you hear that, you wouldn't really know. It's it's a. I was waiting for now that. that you, the, now that you mentioned it, it is the opening credits to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it now. Unrecognizable. Shitty font. Right. Like red this next bloody. one, I think, might be in the top. Is definitely in the top three scariest of all time. John's got me beat one nothing. One nothing. Yeah, one nothing. One nothing. And this film is. Uh, it holds up. It's scary. And here's the theme song, folks. Dick us. That's Poltergeist. There we go. I was like, Biz, you better know it because I can't hear it now. <laughs> Poltergeist. John, would you have guessed that? No. I was going to guess the sound of music. Uh-huh. Just wait for the kids, though. Yeah, it's sound of music to me. Still sound of music. Scary. So it's tied. That old man, and what was it, the second or the third? He was like the Quaker reverend or something. He looked like an old Amish man. Oh, How freaky yeah. that guy was. That was creepy. I remember in an acting cl- I took a theater class, and we watched a documentary on him. So, uh... He was, you know, born and raised in in New York, and he had his own theater company in New York. And he was a really weird guy in real life. He was, um, oh really? You know, like really like weird theater guy. weird, just yeah. a very theater weird guy. Oh, Most of all, I remember he's staging this. Um, what the fuck? This sit-in in a fuck? theater somewhere. Oh. Everybody was like getting naked. I don't what? remember if they were. Oh. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember the name of the documentary. Like a party. He was such a really well, maybe weird we find guy. Tickling? Two types Wait, of the theater film? weird. The film they were getting naked? Yeah, in this documentary. Just and, a, these pe- and, and they were all like looking up to this, like it was at Burning Man or something, but it was at this theater. That's uh, creepy. That's weird. Man. Is he one of those guys that was like, this is interpretive art, just watch it? Right. Like, this one is of, a shitty thing guys. we're He's watching right. here. This is crap, but they're like, no, it's art. They're like, no, it's shit. Yeah, he was one of those. No, this is art. Yeah. No, it's a guy getting whacked off. It's porn. No, it's art. There's two no, types so of theater. Before anybody weird. gets it right, give us both a chance though to guess. So John or myself is a fair shot. Oh my gosh. Okay. What, John? What's one theater weird? One. I think there's two types of theater weird. I think there's the typical like rambunctious, you know, dramatic, and then there's the one that you're worried is just gonna kill everyone one day. Yeah, which this one guy did in California, like seven years ago or something. Oh my gosh, eight years ago in Los Alamitos. He was an actor. The next film uh, theme song on the list is um, quite a um, doozleganger, a horrific film, and the accompaniment of musical arrangement diludes to a sound like this. Filters. Ah. Wait till I'm done, and then I'm gonna uh, let you guys both do a do a guess. The straight blade. Oh. 
None of you can guess. I'm going to supply a clue. Zero room for error. Let me tell you something. Michael got the last one uh, right, so John, we'll start your first guess with you, sir. Biscardi ties it up one to one. <laughs> Any guesses? God, it's on the tip of my dick, and I feel like they all uh, are because Stranger 80s. Things. Stranger Things made their opening sound just like all of these. Michael, any guesses? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Karen, can you get me another sandwich? Clark? What? Um, what? I don't know. It's, uh, it's a weird sounds one. familiar. But I'm telling I, you, horror, horror movies aren't, uh, like I'm saying, unless it's Halloween. They're, they're very tough. And again, that sounds like a movie that's just the credits. I, I'm thinking Close. just you're not doing credits. like you're not doing like since we did Friday the Thirteenth. You're not doing like Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. That was Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. No, I'm not. I'm keeping it like isolated from franchises. Okay, that's definitely '80s though. You're right. It's that is definitely opening credits music. The clue is... Right, what's the clue? I'm trying not to say this without being very obvious, because... Oh, my gosh. Uh, the film takes place... It's very difficult. Take forever. During, ...during the wintertime. Oh, I know it is shining. Yeah, right. Michael? It's the shining. What the yeah. fuck? You guys are both right. It's tied again. Son of a bitch. No, it I is. It, it is the shining. I don't know how the scoring works. If the, whoever answers first, I told you. Both. Okay. So we both, since we needed, we just, a just clue. shout it out. Yeah. Yes, if you need a yes. clue, if you need perfect, if you need a clue, both a point. Okay. Good call. Uh, okay. Two to I two. I like that. Two to two. Two to two. That was the shining, of course, I Stanley Kubrick. Two to two. L.A. Shallow thought of the day. Oh my gosh. The you day. know, yesterday I was watching some behind-the-scenes footage <gasps> of The Shining. And, uh, oh, really? You know, it's yeah. got, like, Shelley Duvall getting her, her makeup put on. <sighs> and uh, Stanley Kubrick is looking for the right angles to shoot. In to the, get your dick on it. He's Crazy like, person. Jack, can you look down at me while, while you say that line? I mean, just so much precision. Yeah. yeah. So overrated. Right. Perfectionist. Yes. Yes. Kubrick. It's very Kubrick-like. He's probably an asshole to work for. Kubrick oh, like seems like yeah, like a crazy movie that could have been easier to do. Yeah, and he's such a great, great director. I never really cared for Clockwork Orange. I think it's way too long and too ridiculous. But the weirdest Shining movie. is great. Never the problem it. is the problem with Kubrick is he's got such a cult following. Yeah. Like, Film People nerds like are so Kubrick. in love with him. You don't get it's it. Right. Kubrickian. You just don't uh, get it. You don't get right. the way. I remember uh, our one-time host Claus was like, "I watched this movie with Stanley Kubrick that he directed, and it was filmed entirely by candlelight, and they used a twenty-two eighty aperture lens to film it just right." I'm like, "Yeah, but did the film look any different than regular lighting, or was it just the way he did it that made it cool? Oh like, kind of the way he did it. 
And the fact that that he did it that way. Right. Yeah, great. He lit it by candlelight, but it looked the same. So he just made a lot of people work yeah, harder right. and made it more expensive for the studio, which is why yeah, he right. only made like five films over like yeah, 30 right. years. Damn it. Um, Damn it. As soon as you next said, film, what, did, what was your, your clue? It was in the wintertime. Yeah, it was entirely in the winter. <sighs> the straight light. Makumzi. Bless you. Thank you. This next film is um, another dark entry on the list. And the uh, cinematic musical arrangement is certainly married, uh, married, married to this theme, which you are about to hear right here on the Podcastle. And it goes oh like this. Oh, my God. Excellent stall. There was an ad playing. Just wait. And the film is? I'll give John a chance. Oh, I have no. no idea, Biz. Go for it. Okay. It's a little... I'll give the clue. So okay. this particular film was set on the south shore of Long Island. I think she's pretty... Uh, I've had that pussy. The year 1978. Family known as Lutz moves into a house oh. formerly owned by a family known as DeFeo. We were just you talking know, this, about uh, this on a past show. Cocked, locked, and ready to <laughs> bone. There I remember it is. those names and words, but uh, is it Amityville or is it Chainsaw? It, it is. It's Amityville Horror. Amityville. There it is. Mentally ill. Yeah. Amityville Horror theme. Biz takes the lead. That was number five. Five? Four on the entry. Yeah, right. Um. No, yeah, I mean, the horror. Anything with the kids. Any themes Do we have any clips of, of Ronnie DeFeo from prison that we can air? They're really funny some. Uh, maybe we can find a I'll clip. Find he, just, he tells like a hundred uh, maybe we different find a stories, clip. different versions of what happened. Uh, maybe we can find a clip. You know, my, my sister Dawn, oh, I, 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 go, I go to Brooklyn, and I, and I come back after I just shot my parents. Dawn and I do it together. And then I come back. And, and I find out that Dawn shoots the kids. And, oh, then I lost it. I shot Dawn. <laughs> sounds like Sal Rosenberg. Well, maybe yeah, we could find like a guy clip. at a Yankees game. Well, maybe we could find a clip. So what's the, what's the score now? 3-2. Three, three, oh, my gosh. Correct. Correct. Three, okay, 3-2. Three, three, two. Two. This next uh, entry on the list is an iconic theme, which I actually don't know what it sounds like. Um, so this is a surprise for all of us. And the music procures like this. Any guesses? I'm 
going to take a guess, but maybe John knows it. No clue. Okay, I'm going to say, and this is probably uh, wrong, but I think it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, no. Credits, I think, Oh no. I'm not sure. No? Well, that's what I just cool. thought, as I said, I don't know. Well, according, according to your guess, you are corrected. Oh, my uh, goodness. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, no. I'm in a deep no, hole. I am in a deep hole. No, you're right. Forward it to. You are correct. I had to what are we doing? Correct. First to five? First to five hundred? First to eight hundred. Prevent me from doing my duty. Okay, good, good. Eight hundred and one. Eight hundred. Make it odd. Next on the list is uh, one of the scariest films ever made. And the orchestral arrangement that suits it precisely directly and immediately sounds like this oh i know this one come on hallows eve do you know what she did your daughter and that would be the exorcist another point for you the scots i found I answer it but i knew what it was yeah. i you found was. a clip of us talking about Halloween, the Halloween reboot. Oh, in, that's good. In January of 2017, and then we were talking about this reboot that's out like I don't know tomorrow, mm. four shows ago, and we had the that's same amazing. opinion. It was so funny. Yeah, we talked about the Halloween. Are we all going to see that this weekend? And that was Exorcist, not Halloween. So I was wrong anyway. They sound so similar. They are. Yeah, those pianos. The piano key piano, all the way I could at the play end. Play the Michael Myers theme. Maybe I could oh yeah, play. I forgot yeah. you could do that. Did John Carpenter do The Exorcist? No, no. I don't remember who did uh, though. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. We'll do one more here, then we'll we'll wrap this game up. I'm wiping more. the poop deck with me. We'll do two more here. Scrubbing the poop deck. Charity round. The Exorcist is scary, though. That's a weird flick. That is a weird flick. That would have fucking terrified. You've seen it, right? It just took forever. Yeah, I've seen it. It's creepy. I think I started watching it at like 3 in the morning once. and The sun oh. started rising at the end when the priest jumped out the window. It's creepy. Spoiler Son alert. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, the pre ah, oh, such a weird scene. Uh this next uh, this next song is uh accompaniment to a film that is creepy as well. It goes like this. Sounds like the departed. <laughs> Shipping up to Boston. Alright, let me listen to this one here. Yeah. 
have a guess, but I don't think it's right. Would you guys fancy a clue? Yeah, unless, John, you got this one? Um, I don't think so. Clark. I would only know, like, one clue of us. these if, the, if I was at the other end of this game, too. I would have guessed, uh, I would have guessed Poltergeist and Amityville Horror, but that was it. They're so fucking uh, similar, all of them. I think that one is... Isn't it the Halloween 3? I don't know. The clue is it takes place in a very cold atmosphere the entire time. I don't know if it's winter, but it's cold. Not this one. I think we deserve another clue. It takes place in a very remote setting in a very cold place the entire film. Fargo. (laughs) Bambi. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, good shot. And the answer is The Thing. That is John Carpenter. I never would have got it. Sweet tough ones. And that's on your list. It is indeed. You may have to see this. It is a great flick. The last one of the night goes to this entry. Thanks for listening to this episode of Halloween theme songs. And we're going to close out this session, this session. with this song. this song. Why are you echoing? Why are you echoing? I don't know. Biz, are you like on your phone doing something and on the, on the show? Yeah, I was playing the keyboard. All Hallows. Closing an echo. That, of course, is the theme song to the film Krumpus. Uh, I should have put Krumpus in there, but like, what do you, how do you guys not know that? Um, oh, that was should've. another list. John, you love lists, man. I'm so glad we did that one. Um, yeah, I also like watching five-year-olds play soccer. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. We are uh, diving into... Go ahead. Anyway. Uh, we do like to hear your list, too, and... Um, I've looked back at past shows and some of the most recent Halloween shows we've done, we talked about Jason before, have been very highly downloaded and listened to. So we hope that we follow suit with the previous years. And you uh, maybe like this one too. Yeah, just uh, just promote that uh, top ten list that we're doing about horror movies. Yes, keep promoting that. Uh, so what's up? What's going on with the news? Anything popping that's juicy? Okay. So, uh, of late, what's happening locally? We're covering from Hurricane Michael. What? Hurricane Michael what? Myers. Why? It's pretty fucked up down there. When does is, is there any? Um... Go ahead. When does FEMA come in? When uh, the governor or the president declares a state of emergency? Is that what requires FEMA? They have to say, hey, uh, state of emergency, and then they go down? Is that what it takes? I'm not sure what the I, the protocol is, but usually the governor calls for 
federal help. The president always comes in to, you know, take pictures and, and be on I always camera love that. Observing, observing the damage. But then, yeah, FEMA usually, when it's a state of emergency, that's when FEMA would come in. I always uh, love when the president surveys the damage. It's like, yep, it got hit here, confirmed. It's like, uh, but in you their know wind, In their windbreaker and their golf shirt. Always. Khakis, like, like uh, this is my outdoor gear. Yeah. They survey the damage. Yep, it's pretty bad. I mean, I know it's like a, a tradition that they do, but it's always kind of funny to me when they're like... Tradition. They're landing down to check out the hurricanes. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's bad. Uh, in Los Angeles, what's happening on the West Coast? Well, the, we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yield my time in L.A. to sports with John because the only thing anybody's talking about here are the Dodgers and their Dodgers, yes, of course. I, I didn't want to spoil that either. I was actually watching the game before the show. Um, all right, so... New York, nothing really going on except it looks like Cuomo's probably going to destroy this guy Molinaro, and nobody's going to really care about that. All right, so getting Molinaro. on to the big, the big news. Um, big question mark over Liz Warren. Not sure if she really is, uh, based on the headlines that I'm reading, a Native American or not, but apparently she did do a DNA test through Ancestry, and she does have Native American blood somewhere. How? This guy, apparently, uh, this reporter hey, in Saudi Arabia that was. Oh, in yeah, Turkey, I read that. There's an audio, a very gruesome one, that uh, apparently was just handed over to the U.S. finally, and um, it proves this guy was whacked and quite brutally whacked, as a matter of fact. Uh, right, so I read sure Pompeo was there. I'm sure there's more to follow. Oh, on that. That's a pretty gruesome story for the season. Uh, other than that, Who was I, he a, really. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fine. Who was he a journalist fine, for? Fine. Was he like a major network? I then... think, I, yeah, I don't know. I've not, I'd never heard of the guy. If he was a freelancer, uh, you know, if he was just contracted by whatever circular or. Um, Saudi news that maybe he worked for Al Jazeera. I don't know. What was his last really name again? What was his last name? Jekyll. Uh, hold on. Was it Hova? It looked like Kellogg, but it was like Collage or something. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Something like that. Burger fine. Uh, Kellogg cereal. Yeah. Yeah, he, he passed Megan away. Markle had us fooled the whole time. Didn't nobody knew she was pregnant. What is that guy's... Oh, yeah, I know. She's pregnant. Crazy. I mean, I think that's, like, in the contract. Let me ask you guys this. I'm really curious to know what you guys think about this. The royal family. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm, I I like the royals for the historical aspect of, like, their, you know, relatives and ancestors of Henry VIII and George III. But the news is so, you know, driven up with, like, Meghan Markle uh, left her, her retainer at a hors d'oeuvre dish, and Prince Harry didn't touch it. There's so much news on these people. Do you guys find it fascinating, or could you not give a shit about it? On the royal family. There like, was a really news. weird one. I saw one today. It Dick was it. clickbait. I didn't read it, but it was Meghan Markle, Duchess Meghan, does not get a salary. Instead, she gets this. And I'm thinking, uh, an inheritance? Uh, 
Yeah, she's not clocking in at eight thirty with money? a cup of coffee at a desk. Right. Yeah, what does she get? She makes appearances with her husband, and uh, she does humanitarian work. We see that, but that is not necessarily work. Just no. getting a suntan. She gets an allowance, and she gets everything paid for, which is like the same thing. It's like being the president. You get a salary. I mean, they get a salary, but everything's included in the budget. You're not paying for your like vacation, right? Is like like you were saying, Clark. Like you like it for the traditions and all that stuff. I feel like our yeah our whole system and all the traditions is all just kind of phony baloney. Yeah. Just like the royals, there's no like queen, there's no king. Just like there's really like no like government like running everything. It's all this like this spider right. web of of payoffs, right? Why don't they fix their hair? They have all this money. They have like a you know disposable income. They're all going bald. Like William's oh, yeah. bald, Harry's balding. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, like, fix but that? I mean, you can yeah, wear a different so hairpiece all the time, every single day. But you just look as ridiculous as John Travolta does. Right, and Brian guess, Brian Erlacher. He looks so weird <laughs> with hair. <laughs> Kashagi or Hashogi, that's his name. Hoagie slain. Um, reporter. reporter. Okay, let's take it to entertainment. It was starting with uh, Ariana Grande. Apparently, she's covering up with a band aid Pete's tattoo. She got a tattoo oh, of Pete gosh. Davidson. Who Did saw this really? one coming? We I called guess. that last That's week. I said I'd give it six months, and it was two weeks. I don't even think it was that much. You know, it was Pete a week. Davidson, the like young looking dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like only twenty four. He's been on there for like years too. Pretty funny. Yeah, he must have gotten yeah, he, hired like right out of high school, because he was on like the the roast of uh, like Donald Trump. Yeah, whatever. he's a very funny kid. Yeah, uh, Staten Island kid. His father was actually uh, a firefighter on nine eleven, and he died. Um, oh really? Yeah, interesting fact. But uh, yeah, I didn't see this one going very far, and apparently. Mac Miller, I guess, had something to do with it, but the headlines haven't really developed right. into details with that one. Mac she Miller. had a tough year. Mac Miller's and... one of those bumble rappers. That's what I thought. I guess I was finally... like, do you mean Meek Mill? Yeah, he's one of those guys. Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Do you guys think Ariana Grande's hot? I think she's cute. Yeah, she's I think cute. she's extremely talented. But she's just cute, and we're going to leave it at that. She's, she's got a great cute. voice. We're going to leave it at that. She's cute. I had to look her up. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. She's cool as hell. I, yeah, I like her. I think you're, you're right, Biscardi. She is talented as hell. Pretty yeah, sure yeah. she was opening at the Taylor Swift concert when I left, and her songs are pretty cool. They're not like They're pretty cheesy good. And she pop has a crap. very powerful voice for a tiny little girl. Yeah, oh, she's, she's a got a great thing. voice. She's like a little ninja up there. Right. Uh, and I guess this would be Hollywood news. I didn't see it. Don't know if you gents did, but we've um, everybody's talking about it on radio and television across the country. So she fired back. It's now, I guess, old news, but um, Roseanne. She fired back oh, with, yeah. I'm not dead, assholes, or something like that. I listened to her interview on Joe Rogan. I this show one season. What do you gents think? The Connors did air um, 
She is dead from what? What did she die of? A heart attack? In the opioid. Show? I, I still opioid. haven't watched. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched. I, wait, I didn't wait, really John, watch. Wow, they what did went there. Impressivo, dude. She's fucking bonkers. She, she's like, yeah. she's like, you know how like they say comedians are a little crazy. She's like way almost over the line, like bored. Like, and she's had a super long history of mental illness. I mean, we're going way back to when she did the national anthem debauchery. Oh, yeah. To be able to do that, like to be, you have to be crazy. You have to be. There's no, there's no if, then, buts. But she really, I mean, I I think it was stupid to fire personally. It was stupid to fire. It, It was a bad move. Financially for the show, I agree. Uh, too, but Disney doesn't doesn't. God, you can't do anything wrong. And yeah, I agree. It was it was a bad move to fire her, and but she had to relinquish the rights oh to the show for them to do the Connor. So she had to sign off on that. And I guess she did because she wants to like make right and give people their jobs back. But right. she's not happy about how they killed her off because she died supposedly in the show of a like an opioid overdose. Like she took too many Vicodins or something because she was addicted to pills. And that's how they killed her off. But you know, you can't. I haven't seen the show. I'm not going to watch it. You can't have a show without Roseanne. I mean, that's 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 the name of the show. It's like having Full House without the Tanners. Piscardi and I were talking about it earlier, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute. Everybody like loves the supporting cast. Like they're all just as popular. Yeah. But it's because Roseanne is that straw. Like Piscardi's like, yeah, but it's because Roseanne is like the sun that all those planets rotate around." And right. Right. it's like play off of her. Right. Yeah, like they play yeah. off her. Who's going to be the, yeah. the main character now? DJ, the lesbian. But why would you and watch it, So though? modern. You yeah, would want to see her. John Goodman said it's not the same without her. And now that they've killed her off, there's her no way to bring her back. You know, time can heal everything. Everybody can get a second chance. But, you know, like John said, she's she's so bonkers that this is not necessarily an isolated incident this is just an isolated racist incident right but time could have healed this whole thing and they could have given her a second chance at the network the problem is now they can't she, they killed her character so how are you going to write her back in you can't well they that... wrote in dan dan was dead and they and they like they made a joke about how oh. he's alive again like dan died at the original finale and then that's it, right it right he was in the hospital yeah, and then he came back. I forget what they did. So I bet you in a year she's back on the show if this Connor thing makes one season. People just get over it. Yeah. We just get he over did, it. This we is, move on. This is what so they need to do. This is what she needs to do. She needs needs to make some uh, big donation so, to charity, do some kind of promotion, and then when they, she comes back to the show, the first episode, make it about racism or something, uh, you know, yeah. against racism, and then she'll get back in people's good graces. Just and like it'll one. be as if the Connors never happened, just like Halloween two through six never happened. Right. They start all over again, and just like Jurassic Park, Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Jurassic World never happened. Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, I'm sorry, will be the one world. to save her. So true. Yeah, they need to do that, and because uh, there is a demand for her, and she she was killing in the ratings before they fired her. Yeah. I mean, she was bringing in like sixty million dollars of ad revenue an, an episode. I mean, it was. They're making money. She'll they be just... back. Mark my dick. I can't believe Louis C.K. <sighs> is back on the stage. It hasn't even been a year, has it? No. But he's but talking I... about how this was like the weirdest year of his life since this whole thing happened. I don't think Louis C.K. will ever come back to the status he was at. I think Roseanne could, on a TV platform, 
Louis C.K. will never be what he was three years ago ever again. Yeah, totally. Comedians, it's, it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's not like you're on TV and people are watching your movies. With stand-up, I mean, I don't know anyone that really is like, hey, let's watch Robin Williams stand-up tonight. You know, you really watch the movies. Stand-up yeah. and a show, they don't really hold the weight. Bob and I that did that one night. We watched, you watched, uh, what is it, Weapon, Words of Mass Destruction? Yeah, oh, it's great. He's Unbelievable, oh, it's awesome. unbelievable. A black shirt, and he has like 80 water bottles, and he's water just sweating. And he's, he's great. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, I don't True. think... True. Louis K. will come back to that. No, no way. No, he. That was his peak. He's done. And the news to close. I guess Bro, this is kind of old news. But earlier this week, did anybody catch the president's sixty minutes with Leslie Stahl interview? Stahl. No, I did see the uh, toilet paper on his shoe. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It didn't go over. So <laughs> Couldn't well. believe I mean, that she happened. Was, she really. Uh, she grilled him. She them bad. Really? Oh, really? And uh, yeah. Who was the who was the who was the reporter or the the interviewer? Leslie Stahl did it, and um, she asked him uh, the obvious questions and a lot of stuff. Keep but going now through. that he's two years in, and she says things like, um, "Why do you like you? You said you like King Jong Un. This is a guy who's killed people." guy who's pointed nukes at our country this is a bad guy he's killed bad people <laughs> so you know I, I gotta agree with the president on this one he just said well, what do you want me to say uh, you know this is live television am i supposed to say i hate the guy and you know he's crazy that would set him off so I he's gave him so smart with his work this is live television like what are you doing put me on the spot like that We're, what are we supposed to we're supposed to make enemies. We're supposed to make enemies with our enemies. You know, like what's he? I I do not understand people getting mad at him talking to these other crazy people because we need yeah. to start somehow like manipulating them. We can't do it from far away. Right, and that, and I gave him credit. Good Let him go really over there. They want to poison him. Who cares? When right. talking about. Uh, my man, Mad Dog Mattis. I didn't get this. Was really cryptic. Mad Dog. But apparently, he's you know the speculation that Mad Dog is is resigning. Another one is going to resign. Another one bites the dust. He said, Frank, yeah. "Frankly, I think he's sort of a Democrat. I like the guy. We we had lunch the other day. I don't know if he's going to leave. Frankly, I think he's sort of a Democrat." And that was really the the tagline of the entire half hour interview, or however long it was. Democrat. Mad Dog Mad. Like the impression's getting good. We don't know what like that means. I don't know what that means. Why yeah, I liked him the other day. I like how Trump will do that. He'll say, "I like the guy. He, I mean, he's a, he's a complete mess, but he's a great friend of mine. His life is <laughs> over, but uh, I like him. I like when you talked about Kim Jong Un. He's like, he's really a lovely guy. We basically fell in love. We fell in love. We write each other. We fell in love. And that's where she said, "This is a bad guy. You, you Why did I, you say you love him? You know what I have been. Oh, did watching? she say that? Yeah. I can't believe I'm this into politics, but uh, the." The race in Texas between that dope Ted Cruz and that Ted guy Cruz who I, fr I swear Beto is from another planet, Beto. His name uh, is Beto. I can't stand either one of them. Beto? There was a, Beto. Uh, I, I only saw clips of it, That's but I think that the funniest Beto. thing, I think the funniest thing that O'Rourke said, is it O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke? Is that his name? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. An Irishman. Uh, he said, uh, 
he took a shot at at Cruz, yeah, calling him a liar, and he said that's why President Trump called him lying Ted. And I actually laughed at that myself. That is pretty funny. They Ted, you know, on a personal level, I don't I don't care much for Ted Cruz. I think he's kind of a so fucking he's Canadian, full of just, shit. I'm, yeah, I'm so sick of hearing like I want to be Ronald Reagan. I'm gonna be the next Ronald Reagan. It's kind of annoying. I remember but I'd him. Vote for him. I'm not a Texan, so it doesn't matter. But I'd vote for him over this guy, the other guy, because I just, I just don't like it. This, oh this my betcho, god! Which is a weird. Ted Cruz but, is so. He, I can't believe people yeah, voted him like, into office and in charge. Yeah, he's a hideous looking man. He's just so full of shit. He says yeah. nothing. Says nothing. For at lack all. of a of a better candidate, I'd vote for the guy. Uh, I I don't personally care much for him. They have but. two minutes to fill. He fills a minute and a half by thanking corporations and and television networks and hosts. Yeah, he thanked us. And then he says that like Beto, he he'll say something about him that's not true, and then Beto will come back and say, ah, it's right. actually not true. I didn't say that. Th- these guys and their words, man. It's like out of two minutes, 15 seconds, they say something that matters. They're right. so full of shit when they shake hands. They actually had a really friendly handshake in the opening. I did see that. But you know they, that they're... I do like true. that. They're, 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 they are you know, inside sort they're, of friendly. They're just burning to, to hit the other guy. Because once they start getting into debate, they take it so personal where there's right. no respect. And, you know... No respect. Ted, Ted Cruz they, will be like, my opponent... <laughs> Would wow. not vote well, in Ted, favor of Ka- of Judge Kavanaugh, and I made I, sure. Right, oh, he's got that. I made sure that that Justice Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh was voted in because he's a good guy. But my opponent of you would say says that. he's not a good guy. You know, he just he he, he to, waffles. Just he yeah. looks he's like, like a the gas bag. He looks like somebody's henchman. And exactly. some shitty yes, go between. Ted Cruz has some pretty weak uh, slamming points too. against his opponent. He says he's he's said things in the media like, "Well, he was in a rock band." It's like, what does that have to do with anything? So was Sonny Bono. So like, Bill Clinton played the the people play instruments. It's not like that's not a bad thing to be in a band. If you were to say like, "Oh, he was in Anthrax and snorted coke and killed people," okay, but like. But he but he's so square and backwards, Ted Cruz, by saying like, "Well, he was in a band. Like, what does that make you a bad person? Because you're in a band." Really Most presidents played I'll plug it. Reach. I'll plug it. Oh yeah, I mean, let's see. Clinton played the saxophone. Um, Obama didn't really play anything, actually. Did he? JFK played the vagina. The vagina. <laughs> he tickled the clit. Tickled the clit. The clit tickler. Strum the old lip. But I mean, it was just a weird point. Like he was in a band. If you were to say like he was in a gangster rap group, tell him to kill the police. Idiot. That's one thing. But like he was in a band. Like what does that make you a bad person? He wasn't proving his point. There was a really good segment. Frank once he's a uh, he's a pollster, I guess. He polls people. Um, right. Ooh, that's really. And he did a segment. Ooh. What happens when 16 Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz supporters debate in one room? So we had eight and eight. And, of course, one side's going after the other. And there's this one woman saying, um, I don't care what I have to do. I have to get my my children across the border. 
and you can tell she wasn't really a native Texan. She probably moved down to Texas, but the native oh, Texans yeah. are all about uh, even the Tex-Mex from Delaware are saying, yeah, build, build the wall, build the wall. And even this one guy was asked, um, and Frank Luntz asked a bunch Taking of great questions. Jobs. He did it from an, from a nonpartisan perspective. Why do you like him? Why do you dislike him? How do you feel about this and why? And he asked this one guy, were your parents brought here illegally? And he goes, uh, probably now that I think about it. He goes, okay, $10,000 I'm about to give you if you can answer truthfully. Yeah, they were probably illegal. But, you know, probably. he voted for the wall. Um, which Hypocrite. I, I've said this before. I don't care if we build a wall. I'm just not paying for it. So if Beto O'Rourke voters uh, are against the wall just because they're afraid of taxpayers paying for it, I can agree with that much. But at the same right. time, I don't care if it's built because I don't think it's going to do anything. Oh, the voter. Yeah, make sure you vote. So the elections. Yeah. Get out See there and rock happens. the vote. I agree with you, though. I just want uh, I just want Comrade Bill de Blasio gone. We'll close news with Biss on de that one. And that was news of this. News of this. News of this. News of this. That was news with this, everybody. News with this. And up next, we have a segment called. And now. Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John. Sports of John. Kawhi Leonard scores 24 in debut as Raptors beat Cavs. Oh, God, the Cavs are not going to win one game this year. Nope. The weird Kawhi Leonard. A lot of people are saying the Raptors are going to be awesome this year. Hmm. That was my Raptor impression. The NBA kicked off last night. Sixers-Celtics. Uh, Celtics beat the shit out of the Sixers. They look like a team that has never played together before. And the Celtics are so deep. So deep. They put that ass to sleep. <laughs> it was a good day. Put that ass to sleep. And Super then um, around halftime, I bet $2 that the Warriors would win uh, within seven to nine points over the Thunder, and they won by eight. Two dollars to win thirteen. Ooh, good analysis. I'm a big roller, high roller, baller. You want Mr. Expel. Brewers pull Miley after five pitches fail, fall to, to Dodgers. Clark, it's crazy. You wanted the Brewers, but now yeah. you know your local team. They're making another run at the World Series one game away as they take game five tonight. Now they're up three to two. Yep. It's happening. Nasty. They're one game away from another round of tipped over vehicles and burnt down cars in Koreatown, downtown LA. Great job, Magic Johnson. Great job. One win, they are one win away from 
controversial play in oh, Houston. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, I, I, my computer freezes every time we do sports with John <laughs> ESPN. Um, Thanks, Obama. I think Altuve was oh robbed of a two-run home run no. when a fan reached over and caught the ball. Oh, no. Preventing Mookie oh. Betts to make a play on it. Fan interference, home run taken away. Astros, however, lead right now in the uh, bottom of the fifth, five to four. Sox oh. have a two to one lead. So that one looks like it's going to go seven games. So Dodgers could have a long layoff if they wrap it up. If they do. In LA, we don't usually wrap it up. That's why I have so many babies <laughs> and, and disease <laughs> and smog. And LA is broke and disease. There's no way that they would do, be able to do this. Mayweather on Khabib. No. We we can make it happen. That's his, oh, that's God. It's just, and they're just trying to integrate in every which way that they can. Just find another opponent. Find that UFC guy that can beat the Golden Glove. And yeah. then after that, get get the, the boxer into the octagon. That'll never happen unless they pay him like a billion dollars. But he did yeah. say Mayweather. He said, get the checkbook out, MGM Grand and CBS. Mm. He said, get the checkbook out. But, dude, just walk away. But Mayweather is a boxer who punches. Khabib is a grappler who takes you to the ground. What are they going to do, box? That would be, I don't know. I don't like Khabib, Khabib's insane. I could kick his ass. He he says, I'll quit. I'll just quit. I'll just I get a gun. I'm like, man, yeah, and then you'll be broke. And you won't have any job because there's nothing to, to – you don't have exactly a fallback plan. So he's going to get fined $2 million. Then he'll be back and he'll, you know, we'll get maybe he'll have a rematch. Day, another purse. Right. right. Khabib. Sounds like something you cook on a grill. I got Khabib's over here. <laughs> Khabib. Did you what guys watch the fight? Did, did we talk about this? No. I, I watched the – just the end of it because um, I, I don't know. I fell it. asleep on it. I watched the end of it and I said, "What a douche, dude! No one will beat him. No, Quite he's fast. good. He manhandled Conor McGregor, like man. Conor McGregor is also soft too. He hasn't been in the octagon in like two years. <laughs> yeah, he did not he's look deep, as like yeah, yeah, right. As like ripped as he normally does for a match. You could tell he was like maybe doing a little too much drinking and partying. Buying suits. Yeah. Straight blood. Yeah, he got comfortable. He got a huge payday. He was like, you know, traveling for a year. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's do this. He wasn't really into it. What I think. I don't know. I'm sick of watching these middleweight guys. 160 right. pounds. Wow. This is weird. Um, this is just breaking news here an, an hour ago. Kobe Bryant was dropped Wednesday from the jury of an animated film festival after calls for the former NBA star's ouster over a 2003 rape allegation. Oh, gosh. Let it go. But this is the Me Too era. He he was never charged. And you you know that girl was lying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could just, you can, sometimes you can just. She just wanted some money. Right. Yeah, you knew she was lying. Like Kobe's having a hard time getting women. He he turned her down, and she said, oh, right, Yeah, he, he has no problem. It's too much. I'm That's a you. little extreme. That's like the first one I'm like, whoa. 
It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's out of control. I mean, who was it that said some celebrity came out recently and just said, I'm sick of, you know, I forget who it was, but they said uh, something like, you know, I'm sick of one accusation. Uh, it's very sad that one accusation just will just wipe out your entire career in like one day. All of a sudden you, you can't work anymore. They cancel your shows. It's like, but you were never really proven guilty. Yeah, right. You know, somebody can just come out of the woodwork and be like, he touched me and you're gone. It's just, it's not right. And I was Louis C.K. that said it's going to really come to a uh, to a head when somebody actually kills themselves over this whole thing. Yeah, probably. Is over. I think it was Louis C.K. who said that. It'll my, probably happen. My buddy's, uh, his wife's sister, his sister-in-law. She works for the uh, for Good Morning America. Oh. And she says that whole, like, you know, abuse of power by men, it's, like, so much worse than we are even seeing. Oh, really? Yeah. Probably. Um, Probably. They, yeah, and they should be weeded out. I mean, that's, like, you know, you should have a fair and equal workplace. But, but again, like, coming a lot from of a different world, I don't see that as much. Um you know, when I was in the army, I saw plenty of women getting ahead of, of a lot of men. And it had nothing to do with meeting a quota, I don't think. But, you know, at the risk of sounding like a sexist asshole, I saw a lot of women that also didn't deserve to get ahead and treated men like shit because it was part of the, their whole, you know, suffrage. The now they're, Yeah, it was part of their thing. So they were turning into man-eaters. You know, they when they they wanted a whole right squad or platoon of yeah. men that they could just chew up and spit out because oh my they were in charge and they wanted to feel large and in charge fuck? and that probably got them wet. You're right. know, and I don't care who that offends, but in the uh, business maybe we could world, find a trick. I guess what, I I could see that in show business. I could definitely see that. Yeah, what right. You, uh, what you just described, Biscardi, sounded exactly like my grade school female teachers and how their sexual uh, oppression uh, or uh, aggression they took out on me because I was not a man but almost uh, it's the right. same same scenario guilty as charged too you know yeah they There's take no, it out on you no sympathy for us we had to get crushed right I mean I knew great, women. great female commanders I also worked with some females few. who were the same exact rank as me and thought that they were just, uh, no, nah, you know, you're not in charge. I am. Deal with it. I'm a woman. And, yeah, you're uh, going to deal with this. They probably hate their husbands. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got too much to prove, young lady. Well, their husbands and got bored of them and left. Um, moonwalking. So actually, you know, and speaking of these accusations, Chris Hardwick, I was like happy to see that like they didn't drop him and everything kind of got cleared. But I remember yeah. his first night back on Talking Dead, mm -hmm. where in the first few minutes he like thanks everyone and he explains how like this show like is the meaning to his life and I think he may have mentioned his alcohol. Three and a half All minutes right. into it, I'm like, Chris, shut up, just shut up, just pretend like it didn't just happen, just move on. I'm yeah. you're ruining it. Glaze you're ruining over. It. I don't. I, I, I get the point. I'm like over you now. I don't want to. I'm never gonna watch your show again. Bye. Right. Right. And, and you're giving your producers that. a reason to change their mind. Yeah, just shut up and move on. Yeah, people want to see business as usual, you know. Just keep oh, it going. The show Nothing just happened. stinks, though. The show stinks. Walking Dead bad. is so bad. Oh. It's horrific. 
I'm, I'm not even going to watch it. Over. I watched every episode like the day it came out up until this season, and I'm like, I'm done. Like they just they beat it into the ground. You know, they don't have the respect to the audience that they should with like the story. They just keep and pumping I'm it out. Really, really not a fan of the all white, you know, gray white haired Rick. The short gray. No. Yeah, hair it looks goofy. Beard, like he looks like Santa Claus. Right, where's he's he trying to be Moses or something. Yes, Moses. Yeah, stop it. Stop it with the, the white. Romances are so weird. It's bizarre. Everybody's in love with each other now that they have peace. Right? They're all hooking up. So King Ezekiel Frenching. That was just, that did not see. That didn't feel yeah, natural. It was weird. It's the Reverend. I guess that's what you do with the, the apocalypse. The, the the reverend and the other girl from the the weird girl group, the British right. actress, so they hook up now. There's quite a cliffhanger though in this episode. I think I see it, you see at the end of the episode there's an airplane or something flying overhead. Oh really? Talks, yeah. That's what they should do is end the show with like, hey, the whole country's safe. You guys were just fucked in Georgia where this whole thing went down. Right. There's still a society. 40 mm-hmm. miles north right it would be cool if like they do get somewhere and it's like we're the third new colony and you find mm-hmm. out like who the first people were to like you know wipe out an entire you know they they, they like, started like a government yeah. backup the king yeah. of the world yes yeah who, who did it first yeah. there's a there's Boss a new on the beach there's a new um addition <laughs> From the Saviors, who wasn't in before, but it just sort of popped up, and it was, I guess, I think I pronounced his name right, Reese Coiro, who we've talked about before, because he was, uh, he was uh, Billy Walsh in Entourage. Oh, oh yeah. Was also with Jeffrey Dean Morgan in Texas Rising, and I believe he played Johnny A. Light, or a character who was based on Johnny A. Light and got seen it. it. But he was. <laughs> I didn't notice his... Uh, You're right. Was he yeah. the first episode? He's in this last one, and he's going to be... They're kind of building his character up now. So not the first one, but the second one. So this one was the second one? That right, one. not the first, Yeah, correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. the second one. And guys, I do not think I will. Don't blame me. I don't. I, don't yeah. I only have so many hours But I want to talk and about so it and bash it on the show. I want it to be bad. And I want us to know how bad it is so we can bash it. Good point. Good point for research. Needs to be bashed. Do you guys uh, are you guys aware of Khalil Mack? No. Bring me up to speed. Khalil Mack was is a defensive end at the beginning of the season on the Oakland Raiders with John Gruden. Led the league in sacks. He's a monster. He's a, he's a beast, and uh, he wanted an extension and a big raise. And John uh-huh. Gruden and John Gruden said, "That's what he said. He said nothing." Uh, so then they traded him to the Bears, and now he, I think he's had a sack in every game. I think. He's oh, I did read something on that. Strip, yeah, strip oh. fumble in every game. He's not fucking he's like around. The cool, he's he's the cooler. Like that's what they accused A Rod of being after he joins a team. He's the cool. The team sucks when he comes aboard, and then when he leaves, they they get great. Uh, I'm trying to see yeah, if I have him on my fantasy. I don't. The think Raiders are do. the Raiders. I think are one in five. 
Um, one in five. The yeah. Bears. The Bears. Horrific. See, the Bears division, everybody's like the same, so they're still yeah. like in it. But this Khalil Mack, he is a true monster of the midway. Um, <laughs> Bill Belichick says he is not in the same class as LT, but given that you guys don't even know who he is, I'm not going to ask your opinion if that's accurate. No, it sounds so familiar. I just haven't been following the Raiders enough other than the fact that they, I know they suck. Um, remember, he's on the Bears. Khalil Mack. I was on the Bears, yes. Um, and the Bears are, what, 3-3? Three and three? I believe they are around the 500 mark. But like yeah. I said, Ooh. their division, everybody's like the same. Dick. It was an intense Sunday for, um, well, for the AFC East to be a little biased here. But you had Floor's Dolphins were tied up, as were the Bills. Maybe we can find game, a clip. Game. And they were, I needed them both to lose. So it was actually towards you know the second half of of all the games because they were playing simultaneously as the the Jets were playing, Dolphins were playing, and the Bills were all playing. I was actually more focused on the Dolphins and the Bills because I needed them to lose. Of course, the only the Bills lost, but they were all tied up. Bills suck. This they do kind suck. Of pissed, God, they this are sort a of joke. pissed me off a little bit. Get, love to get your opinion on this one. So I, I got out of town over the weekend, and I actually went down to Pennsylvania for the weekend. Which and I'm going to uh, the southeastern, I guess, Delaware Valley, okay. uh, right. you know, central mm-hmm. Jersey cool area. Yeah. So I'm Perfect. down there, and I'm trying to find the Jets game on. Yeah, I can't find a bar that has Penguin. the ticket or the red zone. And oh, nobody right. had so it. So CBS it. plays the Jets in New York, but uh, right. CBS had on the Steelers game, and oh. I said to myself, you know, I don't understand Racist. this. Why? Well, yeah, think about it. Why, yeah. oh, it, when you're, you're you're playing a market for a city that is six hours away, as opposed to a, a, you know a market that's yeah, right. only that. ninety miles, oh. and not even. And like, why would there's an audience in Harbor? Is an audience there? Like, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. It's six hours no, away, you though. Get it. You get what I'm saying? It's the fucking Steelers. Ah. It's like they're just they're everywhere. Can't stand them. I hate them. I hate They've their terrible cows. Every Yins. market. Yins. Well, guess what? They won a whole bunch Yins. in the '70s when football wasn't even popular. So they were like the right. first cult, you know, right. nationwide the... fan base along with the Cowboys. Right. Yeah. The, Terry Bradshaw the Jets, won like five. The Jets so just play, great. you know. An hour and a half away, and we can't get them on here. Right, the Steelers are seven hours away. In, Doesn't make in sense. Another, in another time period. Yeah, and and they got fans everywhere. It doesn't ah. make sense. So, so you it's get, an ugly looking like team. Right. Yeah, the, I, the Steelers are everywhere, and, and you know, it, I hate their terrible towels. And I hate how they say black and gold. I'm like, you're yellow. Yeah. The Saints are and the <laughs> Niners are gold. gold. Right, and you know what? Nobody uh, is, that's a Steelers fan is like a Pirates fan, unless you live in the center of Pittsburgh. They're like, oh no, I like another baseball team. It's like, oh, you just like the Steelers. Yeah, I like, you know, it's not like, like you don't like the Pirates, but right, I like the like Indians. The... Yeah, Pirates. Nobody. That's a team nobody cares. About. I'm almost surprised they still exist. It's true. Yeah, I'm surprised they weren't like moved to like, uh, you know. Kansas City or, or like New Orleans or something. Ever like that. met a diehard Pirates fan? 
Um, they don't exist. I, I don't even think a, somebody from Pittsburgh could tell me what who Roberto G? Clemente was. Right. Oh, no way. No, I remember I went to Penn State. It's right in the middle. It's closer to Pittsburgh, actually. So I met like a million people from Pittsburgh. I've been there. Clemente's uh-huh. a god. Oh, is he? Is he yes. like their Mike Schmidt? Dude, he's like their... I mean... Tom Brady? Um, Nick Foles. Like, he's... I don't know. Nick Foles. He's like their Babe Ruth. Seriously. They they, they look at Clemente like on the same level. He did accomplish Okay, that. I stand corrected then. I probably yeah, would get a lot of terrible towels thrown at me for that. It's hardcore. It's crazy. But they're, they're you know... They're, they love them. They're hicks. Pittsburgh does have the worst sandwiches. You know, their signature sandwiches, the Permanti Brothers. It's like egg on a white bread. French fries. Disgusting. Speaking of Penn State, though, that was quite an upset. Was it two games ago? So there's the winning streak was ended. What winning streak? Right? I'm not familiar. Didn't they? Didn't they get destroyed? Not this past. I, I didn't yes. watch the game. I just I was talking to a bunch of Nittany Lion fans who were really upset over oh, their game. Oh, Penn Two State. Yes. Yeah, we lost to Ohio State two weeks ago, and then we played Michigan State this weekend and lost in overtime. Michigan State's unranked, so we're like completely, we're done. Season's completely whitewashed. Oh, no. Already? Whitewashed. It's a shame. It's a scam. It's so funny. People, people like, talk to me. They're like, what's going on with Penn State, man? I thought McSorley was just be awesome. I'm like, the other team scored more points. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, what do you, what do math, you think? That, that's mathematics kicked in. in the the, brain the of their score was higher. <laughs> it's like, have you ever played a sport? Like, sometimes you just lose because the other team is playing the same sport. I like, yeah, right. when, I like when, a, when the Lakers do more. When the Lakers <laughs> win the uh, the championship and people in LA are like, we did it. We did it. I'm like, no. Five black guys did it that don't even know who you are. <laughs> Would, would shut up and we're trying to shoot a foul shot. I love sports, but I would never bring myself to put the flag on the antenna of a car, which is so popular in L.A. It's like mm. a shitty 1988 Toyota Tercel with like a Lakers flag. And I'm like, what are you proud about? What are you doing with your life? Dude, when I mean, LeBron signed here, there were heat flags everywhere. It's so it's so tacky. Gas stations were giving them out. I remember I was actually in Miami right after he signed, and everybody was talking about him. Um, oh, couldn't believe it! Couldn't believe it! I didn't. I wasn't like. I was just interested. I'm like, oh, I hope he just doesn't sign with Cleveland. And then he said Miami. I'm like, oh wait, that's where I am. You're Everything's going to change here, and it did. Heat, more the heat dolphins the shack, and the hurricane. They didn't care. They didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. Joe Robbie. No, nobody cared about the dolphins. They only cared about the heat and that. Oh, I'm just coming everywhere. What? Why would I say that? And that. Been real Roku. And that. John, John, John. John, John. John. They really care about the Seminoles down there. And that. That was a great sport. There's a bunch of uh, Seminoles down here. Big time. There are Seminoles. Gators, Seminoles, Hurricanes. Yeah, Heather sends a bunch. Yeah, are they annoying fans? Heather, Heather spends a lot of time oh, in Star Island. See the tabs. They're the worst. The the Miami fans are the best. Are they good? Yeah. By they, the way, Hannah Hassinger just turned nine months um, this this week. 
Time needs to slow down, according to Hayes' uh, Instagram post. Time needs to slow down. Time Next up, <laughs> congratulations. Your daughter's nine months old this this week. Thanks, brother. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. She can say dad. She can say hi. <laughs> she can say mom. She can say no. Now, no. That was a great sports with John. Are you breeding your child to become a true Philadelphia sports fan? Or are you letting her decide for her own? Or is Haya putting the grips and maybe peppering some Jets seeds in there, even though she's not really a fan anymore? How does that work? What do you do? Do you just let the babe... Or will she just grow into a dolphin? Yeah, what happens? Out of peer pressure. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, I'll let her choose whoever she wants. You know, I was like a big 49ers fan. My parents didn't try to talk me out of it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think Imagine every kid did, wanted though. to be Joe Montana. I think that's why. Loved Montana. And then I loved Young just as much. I thought he was cool. He threw more touchdowns in the Super Bowl than anybody. Imagine Season that would be young. a good sketch if Same. you had a son or a daughter or whoever that liked a different team than you and you had you like sit down, but the kids also like doing drugs and hanging out bad crowds like, look, you're doing something I really need to squash in the bud. I need to you need to talk about this. It's like I know dad, I made mistakes of this. You know, squash I in drugs. the bud. I stole that. No, no, no. It's not about that. Nip it's about supporting the Cavaliers. I just I cannot allow it at my house. It's like but what about all the others, the charges and the criminals? No, no, that's fine. We'll get over that. But mm-hmm. I really need you to, I really need you to like the lions. Okay. Yeah, oh like no. Heroin all right. needles, like okay. yeah, yeah, and like dead body. I, Somebody died. Right? You all right? I learned it by watching you. That box with like the needle. <laughs> I learned and by watching you. That's, that's actually brilliant. That box, and it's like no. Get that fucking Cavalier poster off your damn wall and replace it with a Joel Embiid one. You're grounded for the entire season. What the fuck? By the way, that was a great sports with John. It is October 17th, and if you go to Roku tonight and you look for the Planet Cannabis Entertainment Network, you will find episodes of the podcast uh, and other sketches. That Planet Cannabis Television Network. Entertain- Planet Cannabis. T-N. No. Planet Cannabis Entertainment Network. Entertainment Network. Pekin. And uh, if you go to the website, um, if you go to mytv2go.net and you search for Planet Cannabis, you will see our shining faces somewhere on there. But you can, uh, you can search for us on Roku tonight. I'm going to go downstairs and look for that as soon as we dick off. It's going to be delicious. From the gentleman in charge of wearing 1992 awesome retro throwback Philadelphia Eagles caps, Jonathan Assinger, to the man in charge of hanging out at Sorties and taking Sardis and taking Shirley MacLaine's money back because he deserves it, Michael Scardi, <laughs> to the man in charge of sarding in his pants tonight by watching a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles game at Sardis. I'm Matthew Clark. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Check us out on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and Roku. Roku. Thank you so much for listening, and good night, everybody. Patricia Luzak. And Godspeed.
maybe we can find a clip. Yeah, right. Oh. I fight the world, I fight you, I fight myself, oh. I fight that. Just tell me how many burdens left. Oh. I fight pain and hurricanes today. I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps. Oh. Life living hell, puddles of blood in the streets. Shooters oh. on top of the building, government aid in relief. Earthquake, the body <laughs> drop, the ground breaks. The poor run with smoke lungs and scar face. <laughs> Who need a hero? Hero. You need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle Mass destruction and mass corruption, the souls are suffering men Clutching on deaf ears again, rapture is coming It's all prophecy and if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good Then that's what it gotta be You won't me Take my pain for me Save my soul for me Cause I'm alone to see If I won't die for you Upstairs. Facials upstairs. Facials upstairs. <laughs> 